Hi, this is Brad Harris, host of the Legacy Mindset Podcast. Thank you for joining us. What is Legacy Mindset? You see, most people are trying to go from survival to success without ever thinking of the next level, which is significance or your legacy. So in this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to go through those three levels. We're going to talk about the three mindsets to get you to that pinnacle, which is significance or your legacy. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you could share this podcast with either your friends or your family or post it on social media, that would be greatly appreciated. And that's how we can get the word out. Okay, great. Now let's get started. Welcome to the Legacy Mindset Podcast. It's Brad Harris, your host. Great to be with you here today. Here we are, July, middle of July. It's starting <laughs> super hot here in Kansas City. After July 4th, to me, kind of like the summer starts going this way, right on the downswing. But it's a great time, great time in America. Super, super excited about being on here with you here today. What I want to talk about today here is the title of my podcast today. My title of my podcast today is What Does It Take to Win? I want you to write that down. What does it take to win? I think all of us, right, want to win. We want to win in life. We want to win in raising our kids. We want to win in our business. What does it take? What does it take to win? Now, most of the time when we especially think of a business, right, we think, well, well to win, Brad, uh, to be able to do that, you, you have to have a great 90-day plan or a great one-year plan or a great three-year, five-year plan, right? It, you, know, you would think it was that, right? Well, I'm telling you, it's not that. It's not systems, the best systems that you have. And it's definitely not talent. It's not talent. We talk about all the time, talent is overrated. The number one. The number one thing you need with you and your team is mindset. Now, you may think, well, I, I, I've heard this before, but I'm telling you, really stay with me in this podcast with me today and really take notes and really think about this as we kind of walk through. I'm going to give you 10 points, 10 points of what it does take to win. And we're going to walk through them step by step by step. Now, actually, I got a lot of these points. A good friend of mine, Alexis Pelfrey, sent me a, uh, a podcast or uh, actually a YouTube. And it was on Nick Saban. It's called The Ultimate Nick Saban Speech. If you want to look it up on YouTube, you can. It's a fantastic, fantastic speech that he gives. Of course, if you don't know who Nick Saban is, Nick Saban is the head coach of Alabama, Crimson Tide probably the most successful, you know, um, uh, college football program. And, you know, over the last five, six, seven, eight years, even Georgia, who won last year, Kirby Smart, who's their coach, came from Alabama's tree. He was actually the defensive coordinator at Alabama. So just a very, very, very successful program. And he went over these points. And I've kind of added some of the stuff that I believe also inside of here. And I want to walk you through. So get your pins out. And let's walk through, okay? So if we know the number one thing is mindset, 
And that's what Nick talked about that. He went through that. He goes, it's not, it's not systems, not how good your defense and how good your offensive coordinator is and not your talent that you bring in and all that. Those are all important, by the way. Don't get me wrong. But they're not the number one. He said, the number one thing when I look for, what I look for to build a successful team, to build a successful business is mindset of the people. So number one, you need good people. I want you to write that down. Anytime you're putting something together, if you're in a business course, my business, uh, we recruit a lot of people. I recruit all the time. I'm bringing people in all the time. And you have to have good people. And what's the kind of people you need? Like I said, not the talented people, which is great. But any traits of a champion and traits of a champion is they embrace the grind. They have this, this mindset that they can just grind it out. They can make it happen. If you have that kind of mindset, see the people who don't have that mindset, they really can't make it. They fall off. If you guys watched the last dance, which was Michael Jordan, it's on Netflix, I believe. It's fantastic. If you hadn't go, go watch it. It's, it's just a clinic on leadership. But in there, Jordan has this great saying, and some of you guys may have heard it. But he said, I know everybody says there's no I in team. But he said, there is an I in win. <laughs> and it's about winning. And the I, you, make the biggest difference in winning. And every I out there, right? Every individual person out there makes up the team. It takes greatness. See, you need good people. You know, when I recruit people, it's like when I, and I interview them and I talk to them or something, it's like I'm recruiting them. I listen for their mindset. It's the number one thing. They can say, oh, I'm good at this and I'm great at that. And I did this and I this, and they can have a resume and all this kind of stuff. I'm great, 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 great. But I'm listening for their mindset. If I'm talking to someone, they go, oh, yeah, my last boss was always hard on me and I didn't get along with my people I worked with. They got a poor mindset. It's a common trait. See, number one thing I need is mindset. And number one thing I need good people that have mindset. You got to have that around you. If you're getting married to someone, you better make sure they have a fantastic mindset. You know, Michael Johnson, the Olympic gold medalist in the 200 meter, 400 meter, incredible, incredible. Go look him up. I a long jump. This guy was one incredible athlete. And Michael Johnson, and you can, there's a lot of YouTube on him. He's a fantastic speaker, by the way. But he talks about, he said it took him over 1,000 hours to win each gold medal. 1,000 hours of training. That's a mindset to do that. Do you understand? Because anybody can do that. But it takes a mindset. See, there's a lot of people who are probably just as talented as Michael Johnson out there and running, but they don't have his mindset. So they don't win. See, when all things are said equal, right? When all things are equal, when all things are said and done, right? It's whoever has the better mindset. So my question to you, what kind of mindset do you have? Do you have a weak mindset? The wind blows, you blow over. Something happens, you become depressed. You can't handle any kind of controversy. You can't handle any kind of adversity. Number two, you have to have discipline every single day. Write that down, right? I want you to highlight. You have to have discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every 
single day, not every other day, not every other week, not every other hour. It's every single day of every hour. That's called discipline. That's called winning. That's called a mind, but that takes a mindset, doesn't it? It's the ultimate. It's the ultimate mindset. And that's what Nick Saban talked about in this, in this talk, right? He talked about recruiting, bringing people in. He goes, if I had the right mindset guy, it's worth, it's worth so much. And us winning, having a winning program. He goes, when I came here, they didn't have the right mindset. They had a little bit of a losing mindset. I want to tell a story. So it's like, I'm, I'm just really big. And you guys all know my grandson, Corbin, he's in business with me now. He has a club. He's 17 years old. He's incredible though. He's got a, he does have an incredible mindset, but I'm constantly working on his mindset because I know that's what's going to cause him not to be successful. And Nick Saban, by the way, in this video, he talks about when he brings in these great athletes and he's like, he sits, I sit down with them. He says, the first thing I do with them is I say, hey, listen, tell me what your goals are. Tell me what you want. And the guy would say, I, I want to be the best player and I want to be a number one NFL draft pick. He goes, if they say that, as soon as they tell him that, he said, I own them. I own them. He goes, then I'm going to be on them about everything, about mindset, especially. I'm going to hold them up to a high accountability. And this is kind of where Corbin, because I talked to Corbin and I go, Corbin, tell me what you want. He says, I, I want to be the best. I, I, I want to be president's team. And I go, you want to be president's team, the best? In our company, guys, if you're listening, you're not in company, I say, that's just the top level. I'm like, dude, that takes an incredible mindset. Tell a little story on him, right? So last night, okay, it's Sunday night. Okay, he was doing some laundry. He you know, gets, you know, like every 17-year-old laundry, right? He's doing his laundry. And we have a big house. So I have a laundry room upstairs, which is me and Pam's. Okay, then we have a laundry room downstairs, which is Corbin and Sierra's. They do their laundry down. We do ours you know, because I hate laundry, right? He, in my laundry room, okay, you know, they leave stuff in the dryer, leave stuff in the washer, and you go into your laundry, and uh, it's like, okay, great. When I bought this house, I'm like, great, two laundry rooms. Unbelievable. Okay, I'm so excited, right? Well, he, he's doing laundry last night because he got so far behind. We got, a, we got this big event called Extravaganza coming up next week, and he's like, he's getting all his clothes, and I'm like, this is great, and he, and he comes up with his laundry up to mine upstairs with he said i go what are you doing he goes well i i go i got so much and i have a load going downstairs i'm gonna put one up here too and i go well dude if you're gonna do laundry in mine okay that's yours down there okay i need you to finish it in other words it goes in the washer goes in the dryer and you take it out and you take it away can you do that He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, do you have the discipline to do that? Because you're going to stay with it tonight. Don't go watching TV. Don't get on your on the social media and you forget about it. And I wake up in the morning. So he's like, uh, yeah, right. And so, okay. So then I get up this morning. I get up early, 5, 530. Okay. And I go in there because I'm going to do some of my laundry, right? And boom, his laundry is still in there. It's in the dryer. And he has a few other clothes on top of the washer that he hadn't got in yet. So... I take them out of the dryer, put them in the hamper, and I put the other ones in the washer and wash it, okay? And then I put it in the dryer, put it in the hamper, and I put it in front of his door downstairs, in front of his door. He's not up yet. I put it in front of his door, and then I put a note, and I send him a text saying, hey, listen, did your laundry. You need to Venmo me 20 bucks. <laughs> and I did this on purpose. It's like, if I'm going to do your laundry, okay, you don't have the discipline to finish it. 
See, it's not about doing laundry. It's about finishing it. So when he gets up, he's like, grandpa, what, what do you mean? It's like, what I was going to get out. It's like, dude, you told me last night for, first of all, you got to be a man of your word. It's discipline. It's a mindset. Number two, you got to, whatever you start, you got to finish. He's like, what's this have to do? And I go, I go, Corbin, if you want to get the president's team, you got to be able to do this. He goes, what's that got to do with president's team? I go, it has everything to do with it. If you can't make your bread, you can't brush your teeth. You can't take a shower every single day and you can't finish your laundry and look good. It's focus and finish. It's a discipline. And we got to do it every single time. Now, Pam's like, you're being so hard on him. It's like, I'm trying to teach him the daily disciplines of lessons day in, day out. Be great. Be unbelievable. Yeah, most 17-year-olds are going to be terrible. But not you, dude. Because why? You want president's team. See, do you want? What do you want? You're listening here. What do you want? You got to do everything great. Everything or hire it out, right? And we can talk about that. It's a whole different thing, right? So, but it's like, it's like, it's what it takes to be successful. It's what it takes to win. It's the little things. It's totally James Clear. If you want to read Atomic Habits, fantastic book. It's doing the 1% things, a hundred of them together. The aggregation of that makes it incredible. See, I want you to write this down. Undisciplined people do dumb things. Disciplined people do great things. This comes from right out of Nick Saban's mouth. And he's talking about it. He goes, you take me a player. He does a dumb thing. He drives 155 miles an hour down with his car. He wrecks. He kills someone. We saw that with the Oakland Raiders. Now he's in jail. Didn't have the discipline that causes life. Loss of life. See, Disciplined people do great things. If you can learn to do the daily discipline, if you can learn how to discipline, I can work out every single day. I can eat right every single day. I can do the right things every single day. I can say the right thing to my person. I can respond. I can do. See, I'm not saying we're going to be perfect. And we're going to do, but this, see, this is the discipline of trying to do it every single day, every single hour. It's a mindset. See, you have to be around those people. I want to be around those kinds of people. You know, Bobby Bowden, who was uh, from Florida State, Florida State, he was the coach of Florida State. Florida State, you know, he had, I mean, Bobby Bowden ended up having the most wins. Some, I think, I think he's met one or top two, maybe Joe Paterno passed him. I don't know. But anyway, but he's in the top five of most wins of all college football, incredible program at Florida State. When they talked to him, he said, and in, in his biography, he talked about, Hey, listen, he goes, when I took over Florida State, Florida State, I believe that he said they were like 0 and 11 when he took over. They hadn't won a game. He goes, when I took over that program, he said, you had these players there that were 0 and 11. They were basically losers. You could see it in their mindset. They bought into losing. He goes, of course, I'm out there recruiting new athletes, new kids from high school, the freshmen coming in because I'm going to build this program. He goes, but what I saw was I couldn't take those brand new freshmen who came from winning high school programs because all college athletes that go to division one schools usually win and they would hardly lose at all. They're definitely winners. He goes, and I thought I can't put them with those juniors and seniors who are losers who got a mindset of losing. He goes, I could smell it with them. I could hear it in their talk. 
He said, so I literally took dorms. I put the uh, you know, juniors and seniors in this dorm. And I put the freshmen in a whole different dorm miles away, the farthest away I could do. I didn't want them ever to interact because they were given the mindset of losing. I want you to think about your business. I want you to think about who you hang around. What's their mindset? Evil companionship corrupts good morals. That's biblical. See, well, you can't hang around those kinds of people. This is what it takes to win. You know, we're going to extravaganza. You heard me talk about that just a while ago, right? Extravaganza is in our, in our company. It's just our biggest event. Everybody comes together. And a lot of our team rooms together because there'll be 20,000 people there and they room, they all get six, seven, eight people in a room. And, and so because everybody's going to this event. And I'm very careful when I hear like, like Corbin was going to room with some people. I want to know who those people were he was rooming with. Because see, sometimes <laughs> if a person's not doing great in their business, let's say, and you put him in that room, that's a wrong move. You guard who they room with. I can't put winners with losers. I don't want them around. Somebody's going to talk bad. Talk about their business is 20% down or 35% down. Can't be around that. You guard it. Just like Bobby Bowden did. Number three, do it even when you don't feel like it. There's two types of people out there, right? Feelers and thinkers, right? I just don't feel like doing that. I just don't think, I don't think I want to do that. It's like, see guys, you got to do it. This is a mindset. You got to do it whenever you, whenever you feel good, don't feel good, feel great, feel, feel, feel so great. So what you need to do, just do it. Don't do it when you feel like it. So many people market when they feel like it. So many people eat right when they feel like it. So many people, you know, treat people right when they feel like it. <clears throat> it's like, oh, I'm having a bad day. You can't have a bad day. Don't leave your house. If I'm going to have a bad attitude, I'm going to stay home. I'm not going to be around nobody. You can't have this, oh, poor me attitude. Get rid of the poor me attitude, right? Oh, poor me, poor me. This happened to me. This happened to my family. This happened to my business. This happened to this. That's a mindset. You're attracting that. Do you understand? Wherever you are right now, you attracted it. I know you don't like to hear that. I know you don't want to hear that. I know, but not me, Brad. You don't know my circumstance. I do know your circumstance. And if you're in the situation, you made a couple wrong decisions somewhere to make you in that decision. You shouldn't have opened that club with that person. You shouldn't have done it with that person. You shouldn't have married that person. You shouldn't have, you see what I'm saying? You shouldn't have went to that party. See, you did the wrong decision. See, guys, there's no ever no great victory without great adversity. Just know that. If you're in adversity right now, fantastic. Because that's where great victory comes. We'll talk about this more later. Number four, do your job. Nick Saban talked about Bill Belichick, which he coached together. They coached together, New York Giants together. And he talked about he had this incredible do your job. 
He always talked about it. And Nick Saban to this day, he talks about it. And Bill Belichick talks about it. You don't try to win national championships. You don't try to win Super Bowls. You just do your job and you will win national championships and you will do Super Bowls. So Corbin, if you just do, just do your laundry, you'll be on president's team. You go, what's that got to do with it? It has everything to do with it because you can focus and finish and you can start something and finish it. Because if you can do it in little things, you can do it in big things. You can do your marketing, you can do your flyers and you can do the stuff that you need to do. Do you understand this? That's how you win. It's a mindset. It starts today. It starts with everything you do. How do you, you, you heard me talk about, how do you treat your sister? How do you treat your grandma? How do you teach your mom? How do you teach? Everything, everything, everything. Oh, that's holding him to a high mindset. Yeah, he told me he wanted president's team. I wouldn't hold somebody who says, I just want to be mediocre, or not very good and just average and, Okay, great. And, you know, great, great, great. See, number five, mediocre people don't like high achievers and high achievers don't like low achievers. <laughs> you can't put them in the same room. Bobby Bowden knew that right at Florida State. You can't put them in the same room together. They can't coexist together. That's why you can't be mediocrity because you're going to attract meteor people because the great people don't want to be around you. They smell it. They see it. They hear it. It's like, I just can't find good people to recruit in my business. <laughs> Wonder why? I'll tell you why. Your mediocrity is killing you. Your mindset is killing you. I don't care what system you have. I don't care what 90 day plan you have. I don't care how talented you are. Your mindset is destroying you. I want you to write this down. We develop bad habits when things are going good. This is a huge point, huge, huge point. We develop bad habits when things are going good especially in our business, last couple of years, rocked it, rocked it. Pandemic kid, we were deemed that we could be open, right? Essential. I mean, we rocked it. But you know what people developed in that time period? Because it was just people coming to us, people coming to us, people coming to us. They needed nutrition. Okay. And you know what? <laughs> people develop bad habits. And now if they have a little bit of adversity in their business and it goes down 30%, 25%, they don't know how to get out of it because they don't have the mindset to get out of it. Do you follow me? Oh, I just thought it's supposed to be, everything is supposed to be like this. And so they start blaming the company or start blaming other people. They'll start blaming their, 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 the economy. And oh my gosh, the gas prices. And, da, 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 da. and here we go. Mindset sucks. See, my question to you, Bill Belichick said this, I thought, oh, not Bill Belichick, but Nick Saban said this, I was so powerful. He said, what are you selling today? I want you to ask that question right now. Write it in big letters. What are you selling today? Question mark. Are you selling a bad mindset? Are you selling bad energy today? Are you selling bad habits? Because see, that's what, that's what happens when you have a poor mindset. You're selling bad stuff, very bad stuff to people. Are you rolling your eyes? You're not answering the question correctly. You know, guys, when I was, oh gosh, it was happening in the nineties when I was in our business and we had this, uh, 
or cues our own, or he brought in a group called the Blue Angels. And, and of course, you guys, if you know the Blue Angels, okay, these guys are incredible, right? They fly at 700 miles an hour, I don't know, 12 to 18 inches apart, wing to wing. It's just <laughs> incredible to watch them right in formation. Amazing, amazing. If you, if you listen to these guys talk when they talk, they talk about the number one thing to be successful, successful in being a blue angel. Now, this is the cream of the crop, the best pilots in the world. Because you think, well, we need to recruit the best pilots in the world. We need to create the, yeah. No, no, not the best pilots in the world. He said, well, number one thing in the blue angels we look for is mindset. He goes, when a blue angel comes in, he goes, we have a motto. You walk in the door and this is what you have to say every single day, not every other day, because we can't have a bad day off and let's wreck in the sky at 700 miles an hour. Every single day, glad to be here. Glad to be here. That's their motto. Glad to be here. That's a mindset. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. Are you excited to be where you're at right now? See, one of the biggest things in business is mediocrity becomes with complacency, becomes boredom of marriages. Okay. It happens with marriages, with children, with everything. You're not glad to be there no more. And Nick Saban said one of his, his best players, which was Derrick Henry. If you guys know Derrick Henry, look him up. But if you know football, you know Derrick Henry. He plays Tennessee Titans, greatest running back out there. He said when he played at Alabama, he said, every day in practice, I go up to him and say, how's it going, Derek? And he'd say, glad to be here, coach. Glad to be here, coach. Every day. 100 degrees outside practicing, glad to be here, coach. Are you glad to be here? Do you have that mindset? No matter what the circumstances are, you're glad to be here? That's how you become a blue angel. That's how you win. See, so many people out there are what we call goal-orientated. They're so worried about the goal. Just like Corbett, I want to be president. Oh my God, you want to be president. Do you do your laundry? See, they forget to do what you need to do today. Today. That's the key. Not the goal. Be great today. And see, the biggest thing you can do out there, if you're coaching and helping people and being accountable, is to be accountable to somebody or hold people accountable. It's like, bam, it's like, you can't, you can't hold Corbin accountable to that high a level. Yes, I can if he wants to be great. I don't need to be his grandpa. I don't need to be his best friend. <laughs> I need to, I don't want to be a jerk to him, and I wasn't. And you got to make it about them. It's about he wants to get to presidency. He wants to be the best he can be. That's my job to hold him accountable to everything. Like I said, you got to make it about them. It's huge. You know, Nick Saban tells a story about one of his players. He was one of the best players on the team. He's great. He's going to be a number one draft pick in the NFL. And he said he was walking to his dorm and he walked by another dorm and these guys started saying bad things to him and he ended up getting a fight with them and, you know, just ended up beating the guy up. And so the police got there and, you know, it was basically assault. So the policeman knows he was a football player. He called Nick Saban instead of taking him to jail, 
you know, the guy didn't want to press charges. So in, in a way, so Nick Saban comes to Nick, the Nick, you know, he calls up Nick Saban, Nick Saban calls this player, brings him to his office, says, dude, what are you doing? You know, you, you, you could run it for the team. You know, your, your, your teammates. And he's like, well, coach, I just got to tell you, you know, when somebody, and where I come from, when somebody says that to you, you don't let it happen. And he said, I got it. It was his culture. You don't let that happen. They can't call you that name. So then I thought, you know what? I made it about the team, not about him. So then he said, I reversed it because this is a player. He sat down with him when he had brought him in. Right. And he said he wanted to be a number one draft pick. He wanted to be the best player in the NFL. So he said, you know what? Let me tell you something else. Then I got it. What you're saying. I got what you're saying. But let me tell you something. You're going to be a number one draft pick. A number one draft pick is going to make somewhere between $30 million and $50 million a year. And that's going to be for you and your family. Now, you get an aggregated assault. That's a felony. And you go to jail. And you get out. Maybe they put you in six months, nine months. Maybe whatever they do, they give you a felony charge. That's going to drop you to the third or fourth round in the draft. And the third or fourth rounders are going to get anywhere from a million to $3 million a year. It's going to cost you $40 million, somewhere between 30 and $40 million. And the player's like, got it. Coach, he'll never have to worry about me again. Because he made it about him. See, when you're coaching people and you're holding people accountable, it's about them. Number six can be no victory without adversity. I said this before, and I want you to write it down in big letters. If you're in some kind of adversity right now, if your business is a little bit down, this is the greatest time for victory you've ever had. This is where greatness comes out of. This is where mindset takes over. You can't think your business is bad and it's going bad. You think this is great. This is going to be greatness. Some of the greatest losses is created the biggest champions. You'll see teams in football or something go nine and zero or whatever. Then they lose, and the coach will say, "Oh, that loss was needful." See, out of adversity comes victory. Out of chaos comes order. If you watch somebody make a birthday cake, you walk in when they're making it. It looks like a disaster. Dishes dirty all over the place. Flour all over the place. You're like, what? But out of that, out of that oven comes a beautiful birthday cake. See, out of chaos comes order. If you're in chaos right now, didn't feel right right now, it's where order comes. But you got to have the mindset to grind through it. You got to have the mindset. Just say, glad to be here, coach. Glad to be here today. Number seven, how do you pray? See, the question is like, well, how do I pray? What are you talking about, Brad, to win? It's like, no, do you pray for blessings or do you pray to be a blessing? This is a critical component of a mindset. See, most people out there playing, you know, bless me, Lord, bless me, right? No, I can be a blessing. How can I be a blessing? How can I sow into somebody? John Maxwell says, my mission in life is to grow to my maximum potential and to sow seeds of greatness in others. See, the blessing, are you a blessing to people? Or are you just looking for blessings? 
I'm in a B and I, and our, our, our motto is, is givers gain. I give you a referral and you give me one back. See, I give, I gain. You gain by giving. Do you understand? It's a mindset though. You got to have a tremendous mindset because you're like, oh, oh. Just like Nick Saban, that player, once I gave him, he goes, some of the greatest things I do is go, is go sit in a shelter and be with someone. It's not that I give him anything, but I'm just a blessing to them. You know, he said his dad, Nick Saban said his dad talk, taught him always to say thank you. So if somebody did something for you, you say thank you. But he said, here's the big key. With every thank you comes an IOU. Do you understand? In other words, if somebody does great things for you, right? And you go, thank you for doing that. You owe them back. Now you go, well, I don't have that kind of mindset. Yeah, you should. See, that's a mindset. Somebody does something great for me. I'm going to do good to them. I owe them. Because I own that mindset. It's not that the universe says I owe them or that's a rule. It's a, my mindset. This is what it takes to win and win big. Number eight, there's lots of great books on how to be successful, but there's not many on how to stay successful. This is critical. Lots of great books on how to be successful, but not many on how to stay successful. See, guys, the key is, see, success is fleeting. It's like so many people. So many people see success, success is consistency and perseverance. That's how you stay there. And that's the key to stay there, not to get there, to stay there, to stay in that path. That's what this podcast is all about, how to be significant. Which leads into number nine. Number nine says our human nature is not to be great, not even good. See, our human nature <clears throat> It's just to get by. It's just to survive. Going back hundreds of years ago, right? And you got just, you know, you just survive and the tiger didn't eat you. We were just trying to survive, not to be great. That's your human nature. That's why you got to have a mindset to grind it, to stay consistent, to stay in performance. Day in, day out, because success, you can't see as soon as we get success, we sit back and relax because we've arrived, right? We're happy. But you can't have that kind of mindset. You got to be relentless. <coughs> Excuse me, had to cough there. <clears throat> you know, if you watch any scary movie, right? Freddy Krueger in the Halloween movies, right? What makes him great in those movies? What's, what makes anybody like that in a movie great? It's because they're relentless. They never stop. Just think about it. They never stop. And you, you, see, the, you see the person, he's chasing a right now, and they get to a place, and they're like, oh, I'm safe. Take a deep breath, and they kind of, and boom, he comes through the door, comes through the glass window of his hand. You may have just shot him. He never stops. You can't take a breath around him because he's relentless. See, success is momentary. The enemy of good is great. You got to be relentless to stay successful. 
It's a mindset though. Do you have that? That's what I look for in people. Do they have this kind of mindset? Or are they just like, oh, we see so many people in my, our business, they get the president's name and oh, we made it, relax. Oh, no, no. See, if you want to be great, it takes discipline. You're going to be great every single day. Even when you think success has arrived is when you need to be more disciplined. Closing out with number 10. And this is a scene that Nick Saban had on there. It was really good. He said, you want to be happy for an hour, eat a steak. Be happy for a day, play golf. Be happy for a week, go on a cruise. Happy for a month, buy a new car. But he said, if you want to be happy for a lifetime, here's the question you got to ask yourself. If I didn't show up today, would anybody miss me? Am I making a difference in anybody's life? See, that's legacy mindset. That's what this podcast is all about, going from survival to success to significance. And that takes a mindset to be significant because it takes discipline. See, just be the best you can be every day, every day, every day, every day, not some days. You know, Martin Luther King had this great speech and you look it up, but it's about the shoeshine boy. He talks about the guy who's shining the shoes and he's like the best shoe shiner in the city. People come from miles because he does such a great job of shining shoes. So if you're going to be a shoe shiner, be the best, be the best. It's a mindset. He talks about the street sweeper. If you're going to be the street sweeper, be the best street sweeper in the world. They'll put signs up saying this is the best street sweeper. See, guys, that's how you win. Say I gave you 10 points on what it takes to win. Probably should have said what it takes to keep winning. Very powerful. Remember, you're going from survival to success, to significance, to that legacy mindset, which this podcast is all about. Have a fantastic day. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you could think of anyone who would like to listen to this or use this, please share on your social media or text them. We would greatly appreciate that. And a final thought, there's a proverb that says, if you continually give, you will continually have. It's a perfect formula for building a significant team and a significant life. Remember, your legacy is not about what you acquire, it's about what you leave behind. Let's go have a legacy mindset.